you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia. And how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 329 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, I'm talking about, well, the A's win. I'm starting off this episode with Wild Wild West Watch slash uh, Friday game review and whatnot, because Sterling Marte sent the fans home happy. I was happy to see it. So we're going to talk about that for just a second. And then the next two segments are not going to be nearly as is fun. Uh, in segment two, we're talking about Ramon Laureano getting suspended for 80 games for using PEDs. And in the third segment, it is one that's a little bit more emotional for a lot of A's fans because Ray Fossey has been the, the man behind the mic for a lot of us for most of our lives. And we all have a Ray Fossey story. I'm going to tell you guys mine in the third segment. And uh, obviously, hopefully he gets better uh, quickly and can return to, you know, calling games because you know that he loves to do that. So we're going to be talking about that in the third segment. So that's the episode today. It's not going to be fun. And I'm really, really glad that the A's won this game so that I have something positive to talk about on today's episode. So thank you to the Oakland Athletics for their victory on Friday. But before I get into any of that stuff, though, today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app. I already went live this week. I'll be going live again early next week, sometime Monday through Wednesday, I assume, because I'm going to be out of town um, for the weekend. So I will not be in town to do a Spotify Greenroom after Wednesday. So Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, I'll let you guys know early in the week uh, whenever I decide to go live and all that stuff. So uh, Spotify Greenroom, download the app, follow me at by Jason B over there, and you can follow the show uh, basically wherever you get podcasts. Follow the show, subscribe to the show, do that so you get this in your feeds every single day and then you can also follow us on social media at locked on a's on twitter and instagram i'm at by jason b on twitter and in the spotify green room app and if you have any questions for us please send those to locked on athletics at gmail.com so let's talk re- just real quick about the a's 4-1 to win over the texas rangers and once it went to extras you're like okay it's a matter of time before the a's win this game because they got mike fultinevich out of the out of the game and according to steve berman of the athletic uh mike fultinevich in four starts against the oakland a's has a 284 era against the a's and like a 650 era against everybody else he's figured something out about the a's and it feels like in playing the rangers so consistently that they have figured out something about the Oakland A's what it is I have no idea but the A's bats generally go cold it's got to be Jonah Heim behind the dish right he knows everybody's ticks and uh that's great trade you guys <laughs> but no that the Rangers are a formidable force when it comes to facing the Oakland A's and Seattle's also very good and obviously the Astros the only team that is not good against the A's and is giving them some sort of a hope in their divisional record is the Angels because the Angels and their scouting department have no clue how to beat the Oakland A's and uh thanks for those wins guys um, but the A's win this one 4-1 in 11 innings Starling Marte with a huge three-run shot off of uh, 
uh, some reliever that I had never heard of before. So that was fantastic. Uh, it's not Hobie Milner, but it was Hobie Milner-esque. And once he could not locate his pitches, you, you figured that this game was going to be over. Obviously, the A's were sending up their, their big trio of offensive bats to the plate in the 11th inning. They had Canna, who uh, got on with a hit-by-pitch, obviously. And then uh, Starling Marte ended the game. But even if it was going to be Matt Olson, I'm like, Matt Olson always gets those hits right there. He just did it in the last game against the uh, San Diego Padres. So come with Matt Olson hitting behind him, I was like, this game's going to end sooner rather than later. Starling Marte beat him to the punch. And uh, that was very, very nice. And he even had the host of Locked On Rangers, uh, Bryce Patrick. He tweeted at me during the, the extra inning frames and was like, can you guys just end this game and win this already? Because I want to go back to watching the Olympics. And I felt that pain because I also wanted to watch the Olympics because uh, I'm tired of facing the Texas friggin' Rangers. But uh, Mike Fultinevich not pitching again in this series, so hopefully it's just brighter days for the A's coming up. And Chris Bassett's been uh, just amazing against the Texas Rangers and just against baseball teams this season. Uh, he went another seven innings, gave up a run, so good for him. Uh, but the A's win this one, and that is a good, good thing because there was some, uh, as I've said throughout the course of the week, there are some matchups right now with teams that are both chasing the A's and in front of the A's playing each other. So there's not really a, a way to do good in, in this weekend specifically unless the A's are winning games against the Texas Rangers. And so let's go through some of those games uh, right off the bat real quick. We have the game that uh, actually it was just the Astros against the Twins. So it's just the Astros and uh, the AL West race. So they're not playing anybody that is you know also chasing the A's but let's talk about the Astros game. Uh, the Astros lost 5-4, to four, also in 11 innings to Minnesota, and Houston lost the first two games of this series at home to the lowly, lowly Nelson Cruzless, Jose Barrios-less Minnesota Twins. So that's how their week is going right now, and it's lovely. I like it a whole lot. They're 1-3 uh, on the week, and over the past week of baseball games, they're 2-5. and five. And I know that they've played the San Francisco Giants, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and now the vaunted Minnesota Twins. But they were 2-3 and three coming into this series, and now they are 0-2 in this series against the Twins. And that makes me that makes me smile because I know that a lot of people on Twitter like to get very, very worked up. Like, why can't we hit Mike Voltinevich? But hey, the A's won this game. I know that it wasn't pretty. It wasn't a fun game for any of us to watch, especially with the news that has come down the last 24 hours with Ray Fossey and Ramon Laureano. But they won this game. That's good. That's a positive. And then the Minnesota Twins are just helping their boys out. You gotta, you love to see that. So with the loss, the A's are now three games back of Houston in the AL West. And can the A's pull it off? I mean, stranger things have happened. Let's find out. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more in the second segment when I go into the Ramon news. But um, it, somebody's got to get hot is basically all I'm going to say. If somebody gets hot, yes, they can do it. That's that's my take right now. But let's move on to the Boston Red Sox who are playing the Toronto Blue Jays. And Toronto absolutely crushed the soul of the Boston Red Sox in this game. They won 12 to four and the Jays hung seven runs on the ace of their staff in Nate Eovaldi in four and two thirds innings pitched. You love to see that because 
Nope, nothing good's ever come from Boston. Why not just crush the souls of the Boston Red Sox? They were like, yeah, we don't need to make any moves. We got Chris friggin' Sale coming back. But that was more of a New York accent. I apologize to Boston on that one, but not in general for the other things that I've said about Boston. <laughs> but the, the Jays hung seven on their ace. They got Chris Sale coming back. Maybe at some point, let's see how he is. But Right now, the Red Sox are absolutely in freefall mode. They've already lost the lead in the AL East. And since last week, well, this is going back almost a week and a half now to last Wednesday. They beat uh, the, the Detroit Tigers once out of three games. And then their other win in their last nine games or whatever, uh, they have they split a doubleheader with the Toronto Blue Jays. So that is how good things are going or not good things are going. Uh, they, they split a doubleheader with the Toronto Blue Jays. Then they lost the next game on Thursday. They got swept by the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, and then they lost two out of three to Detroit, and then lost the first game in their series against Toronto again. And then on Saturday, today, as uh, as you're hearing this, uh, they, they have another series coming up against the Toronto Blue Jays, or another uh, doubleheader coming up against the Toronto Blue Jays. So uh, if the Red Sox lose both of those games, and I'm just throwing this out there, if they lose both of those games and the A's win their game against Texas on Saturday, the A's are now tied, or would be tied, for the first wildcard spot for, with the Boston Red Sox. So we're all hoping for a Red Sox just utter collapse at this point. And then, yeah, let the Yankees or the Blue Jays or whoever into the second wildcard. It doesn't matter because the A's, I mean, obviously it does matter. You don't want to necessarily face any of those teams. But uh, let's, get, let's put our focus on the AL West is kind of my hope right now. I, I'm still not giving up on that. Have the A's played the Astros? Well, no. But have the Astros played other teams? Well, not necessarily. They can't beat the Twins. <laughs> so Boston is now a game and a half up on the A's for the first wild card spot. Toronto is two and a half back of the A's. They just held steady with them and the A's winning. So nothing much changed right there. But something did change because, of course, the other two teams that are chasing the A's right now, the Seattle Mariners and the New York Yankees, are both playing each other in the Bronx. And the Yankees won that one three to two in 11 innings. So that is the third 11 inning game in this race between the A's and uh, Rangers. You got the Astros and Twins and then the Yankees and uh, Mariners all went to 11 innings on Friday night. That's just good, good playoff hunt baseball. You love to see that. The Yankees got the win and used nine pitchers in this bullpen game. So are they going to be okay to pitch the rest of the weekend? Could that actually open up the door for Seattle the next couple of games? That's something that I'm going to be looking for. We will see. It was a very, very low-scoring contest. The Yankees scored two of their three runs in extra innings with the ghost runner on second base. So, sure, everything's working out great for the Yankees and their vaunted offense of all of these sluggers that they have. And uh, it's not going well for them. But it's not going well for the A's either, except for Starling Marte, who every time he steps up to the plate, he does something. And I absolutely adore watching Starling Marte. Sign him up, Billy. Um, anyways, uh, I know that I was kind of going over the Yankees, but I want to focus a little bit, just a little bit on the Mariners because again, they're in the A's division. They're an up and coming team. Who's standing out to me on their team? And Ty France over his last 30 games is hitting 325 with a 366 on base and an 816 OPS. So the OPS is like, okay, he's not like absolutely crushing the ball, but that batting average at 325 is really, really good. And he's got some pop. He's got a little bit of pop. He's got double digit homers. He's a very, very solid bat in, I guess he's hitting cleanup. Uh, he's 
He's doing okay. And Jared Kalanick, the, the hotshot rookie, and they've got more hotshot rookies on the way, so beware. But Jared Kalanick on the season, he's hitting 135 with a 224 on base, so he has been struggling the entirety of the season. But of late, in the month of August, you know, very of late, so the last week, let's say, he's hitting 238, which, again, not great, but it's a lot better than he had been doing. And he's got a 360 on base, so is he turning it around? Because if he is, that's a terrible terrifying sight for the Oakland A's, uh, just moving forward in general, but also this season too. So uh, that's all that I got for you guys there uh, with the Yankees when they keep uh, their pace at one and a half games back of the Oakland A's. So you don't want to lose the next two games to uh, Texas and then have them win their two games against Seattle. That would be bad. The A's would be out of the playoffs. You don't want that. Uh, and meanwhile, with the loss, Seattle is now four and a half games back of the Oakland A's in the uh, wildcard race. So um Maybe we're seeing a little bit more separation and maybe it's only like a three team race as opposed to like a five team race, which is wonderful uh, that the Angels have won a few games in a row, but they're still six games back. So not taking them seriously, even if they get Mike Trout back, because uh, I've seen them play against the Oakland A's. They're not very good. I don't think that they're going to you know, push all their chip. They're not going to make it is all I'm going to say. They're not going to make it. They're not a good team. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about the Angels. So uh, do not play that back if they make the playoffs, please. Uh, but anyways, that's all that I got for for you guys there coming up i'm talking about ramon loriano and his suspension so stay locked in with locked on a's and i'll be right back Today's episode is brought to you guys by the best tasting protein bar in the world, and that is Built Bar, my friends. And Built Bar has all of their delicious flavors. They have their core flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. They've got all those great, amazing flavors. And if you want one of those flavors, or you don't know which flavor you want, because they all sound amazing, which they are, specifically cherry barcia, uh, if you want to get a mixed box of those, you can do that by going to their website at built.com you can get a mix box you get uh two of each of their nine core flavors all of the flavors that i just mentioned and while you're there maybe they got a, a little seasonal flavor for you too because i looked they do they definitely do and spoiler alert, I don't know if they want me to tell you guys or not, but I got the email from them personally and they were like, hey, you want to buy this? And I was like, yes, I do. They have a Rocky Road Built Bar right now with marshmallow and almond. And uh, if you ask me what flavor my my ice cream birthday cake was, it was Rocky Road. I am all in on Built Bar Rocky Road. So to get some of these bars, all you got to do is go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Dot com. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like hearing podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And in the words of, I forget the, the character's name from the Book of Mormon, but this is the part where our story gets a little bit sad. Uh, if you've seen the play or you heard the soundtrack, uh, I'm sure that you're just laughing your butts off. But if you haven't, uh, it, it they were telling a story about you know, the Book of Mormon. That's all. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> um, anyways, I've I've listened to that soundtrack too many times. And when I say this is the part of the story where it gets a little bit sad, that's what I think of every time. So anyways, let's move on. Ramon Laureano suspended for 80 games after testing positive for Nandrolone is how I'm going to say that. Nandrolone, and that is a performance-enhancing substance in violation of Major League Baseball's Joint Drug Prevention and Treatment Program. The suspension is effective immediately. So he's only got 79 games left. You guys, that's good. Um, and if you 
incorporate all of the games that the A's have left this season. And I guess playoff games don't count, even though they freaking should, because you can't play in those games. Uh, it seems like, you know, if you're suspended and you can't play in the playoffs, then uh, that should that should count. And if, you know, if you were suspended in a season, then you can't play in the playoffs, then, well, he's going to be suspended to start next season, too. That would also you would think carry over and then he wouldn't be playoff eligible next year, but that's not the case. So I'm very confused as to who wrote this because it's bonkers. But uh, I did do some of the math um, and he would miss 27 games to start next season as well. So that's roughly the first month of the season. And I know that the A's don't play the Astros until May, but oh boy, that's a, uh, that could be a hole that the A's might have to dig out of unless they do, unless they like resign Sterling Marte or, you know, do something nice. But again, not expecting nice things from the A's front office this off season. And it's not their fault. It's John Fisher's fault. But um, yeah, so that's a, uh, that's a bit of a pickle that we got ourselves in, I must say. But uh, I do want to read the statement from Ramon Laureano real quick, because I thought that it was important, um, you know, to get his side of the story as well, because uh, he, he feels like something's off and I like Ramon and I feel like something's off as well. So it's, this is his statement. It says statement from Ramon Laureano. This is from the MLB PA communications uh, Twitter account. And it says, I would never knowingly ingest any banned substance and put the game I've loved all of my life at risk. When I found out that I tested positive for Nandrolone, I was shocked. That's how I said, I don't know if that's how he said it, but I was shocked. Uh, I take great care of my body and have an extremely regimented diet, which Holds up. I think that that's actually true. Uh, based on the minuscule amount that was briefly in my body, I've learned that it is likely uh, a contamination of something that I ingested. I have been educated about PEDs through the RBI program and baseball factory while growing up. I know I don't need uh, any of that to perform on the baseball field. All of my athletic success has come from my hard work, focus, and dedication to the game. I'd like to apologize for the distraction that this might cause to my teammates, Billy Bean, David Forrest, and the entire Oakland organization, community, and fan base. I am devastated. Anyone who truly knows me as a person knows how much I love the game, and I would never intentionally do something like this. And I know that it's stupid to believe baseball players because, yeah, you, there's no, really no repercussions. I mean, you get the suspension, but, you know, also Starling Marte has been suspended for this exact same drug before or, you know, PED. And uh, he's fine. He's still getting traded for it. People still like him. So, um, yeah, and maybe it makes you more money. But um, I don't know that it's I, I feel like I believe Ramon. He feels like somebody who's not lying to me. And maybe I'm naive to the world. Maybe that's what's going on. But um, I feel like I believe him and it stinks as a baseball fan or an, as an A's fan specifically, because you get like all Yankees Twitter, like, oh, Ramon's gone. We got this now. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, I'm like, yeah, well, it, it was a shot to the gut. We were driving home from uh, the outlets over in Pleasanton and uh, it was a shot to the gut. I, I went silent for a few minutes because I was like, ah, that stinks. I don't know how the A's are going to do this the rest of the way because He's a big part of what I liked about that offense and offense and defensively too. So uh, I also jokingly tweeted out that I just found some playing time for Steven Biscotti and I was wrong. He did not play in this game on Friday night. So it was Josh Harrison got the start in left field. So maybe he's going to be the kind of the guy that's going to be in the lineup more often than not. Maybe that's more of a platoon kind of thing. And we'll see him and Tony Kemp in that situation. The A's also called up Seth Brown. So maybe he's going to be getting more playing time he does play good you know right field left field wherever you want to play him he does play good in the outfield so I like that aspect of it maybe 
maybe he can do something at the plate too, because he was making some strides uh, right before he got sent down uh, with the Sterling Marte acquisition and all that stuff. So we'll see what happens there, I guess. But I think that the the big person that has to step up, and I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, and that has to be Matt Chapman. We need Matt Chapman back. He has the most room to improve. So if you can get him to 80% of what his usual self is at the plate, because he's roughly at 50% right now, it doesn't feel like he's given, or he's giving it his all. I, I have no doubts in that, but we're not getting his all is what I'm saying. And if we can get hit close to 80% of Matt Chapman on the field, uh, especially at the plate, um, then maybe, maybe the A's won't miss the Ramon uh, hole that is uh, now in the A's lineup as much. And the lineup that they put out on Friday, I was like, yeah, that's an okay lineup. If Moreland's hitting okay, this is a decent lineup. It did not show up on Friday, but Mike fulton is apparently a Cy Young contender, so uh, they never do well against him. So let's see how they do against some other pitchers. But that, that was an okay lineup, I thought. And you could play platoons as well. And then let's not forget, Chad Pinder is supposed to come back at some point, and he's also a very versatile guy. He can also play in the outfield. He They have options in the outfield. And we saw what uh, Chad Pinder could do in the playoffs last season. And that was, you know, a very short time period. And over the course of the season, he's been hurt a lot and also not terribly productive on the field. But if he can get hot for a month, month and a half, maybe the A's got a shot here. All it takes is one person getting hot uh, to fill that void a little bit. And whether that's Matt Chapman, who would be a very, very welcome addition to this A's offense, or you know, it could be Chad Pender. It could be Josh Harrison going on a tear for a month. It could be. It doesn't have to be the same guy either. They can share these duties. So are the A's dead in the water? No, I don't think so. I think they've got some guys that have been underperforming the last month, month and a half. That uh, you know, could, they could step it up a little bit. Tony Kemp's been struggling a little bit of late, but we saw what he's capable of a little bit earlier this season. Maybe he rekindle something because it was him and Matt Olson were the, the, the catalyst for the entire offense for a few weeks there. And maybe we get something like that and just let guys share some of the responsibility of picking up that weight of uh, that, that hole that Ramon left in the, in the lineup there. And I'm not trying to blame Ramon. I think that, you know, it, things happen. It's okay. Um, and so, you know, it stinks obviously. And uh, that's, that's baseball. It has been a cursed season in terms of being an ACE fan this year. Uh, nothing has gone right since the 13, 13 game win streak. Uh, everything is just seeming they haven't had to deal with injuries. It's just, they're not winning games that they should be winning. And then all of the ballpark controversy and just, everything that the owner not wanting to spend any money whatsoever, even though if they spent a little bit more money, this team would be so good, but they're now, they're just not doing it. Um, so it's been a super, super fun season. And to cap all of that off, uh, we got some bad news about uh, just somebody that everybody in the A's community loves. And that's Ray Fossey. So I'm going to be talking about that in the next segment. So stay locked in with Locked On Is, and I'll be right back. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. Uh, the pennant race is really heating up right now, and you can track all of the action over at Bet Online. There's also preseason football starting up, so if you want to place a bet on some preseason action, Oh boy, do I have a place for you. It's Bet Online. Uh, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, the NHL, the NFL, and all of your UFC or MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. 
Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs in the playoffs. We're just a couple of months away and I am giddy and scared. I'm giddy and scared. So head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. And that is why everybody says that Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying this show, please leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice. Always love reading the nice, nice reviews that people leave for the show. They make my day. They make my week. They make me a better person. They put. They make me make a better show. So if you want the show to be better, five-star reviews all the way. <laughs> and also, if you guys like this show, then you may also thoroughly enjoy the Locked On Bets podcast presented by uh, betonline.ag. They do fantastic work over there. It's hosted by your boy Q, who is the Locked On Raiders host. And then you got uh, handicapping expert Lee Sterling. He makes great picks. If you want to make a few bucks, go to, go listen to Locked On Bets because they're always giving you the knowledge that you need to go bet on sports. Um, and also, if you like this podcast, again, subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. And also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But let's talk about the Ray Fossey news just real quick. And I know that it came out, you know, a day and a half ago by the time you're listening to this. But um, I wanted to talk about it. And then uh, I had some leftover food and it didn't sit well. And I just did not record on Thursday Thursday night. And then uh, I am recording now because I feel like I have to talk about this. And Ray Fossey has been just a, such a big part of all of our lives. I think if, you, if you've watched A's baseball for any number of years and I've been watching it pretty consistently for the last 20. Ray Fossey has always just been there. And you know, same thing with Dick Callahan. You, you, they're just voices that you hear when you in, ingest A's baseball. And that's, it, it's always hard to, it, even just a step back like Ray Fossey is doing right now. But you, you just hope for the best. And uh, so here is the statement that he released uh, on Twitter on Thursday. And it said, uh, along with my wife of 51 years, Carol, today we share that I have been silently battling cancer for the past 16 years. Given my current medical condition, I am taking a step away from the Oakland A's and NBC Sports uh, California effective immediately to focus on my treatment and to be with my family during this time. My wife, Carol, and I extend our gratitude to the baseball community and the community at large for your thoughts and prayers. And um, that's not fun. And he's been doing it quietly. He's been going about his job for 16 years. And didn't tell, I mean, us, I, I assumed that like Vince and, you know, the guys in the booth with him knew, but um, yeah, he, he did not make that public and he's just been doing it with a brave face. And the fact that he's stepping away now, maybe it, it doesn't lead me to think good things like, oh yeah, it's getting serious now or something like that. And so uh, it would suck to lose Ray Fossey. He's just been the voice of my childhood and now my adulthood. He's also a great dude. Um, I, I met him once I was working over at, uh, Ilford Isle on Walnut Creek. I was working in the Panateria as we like to call it the little bakery area. If you're familiar with, uh, you know, any Ilford Isle, it's a little bakery area where they make coffee and stuff. And, uh, I would always have to wake up early at, you know, five 30 in the morning to open that place at six, uh, maybe it was six 30. I'm not sure. <laughs> I woke up very early and, uh, I remember one day it was either before mother's day or father's day. I forget which one, but. I, the, the A's had been playing a baseball game up until like 
12.30 or 1 in the morning and I watched the entire thing, even though I had to wake up for work in like four hours because I was young and I could do that stuff. Um, and so I watched the whole thing and then, you know, like 7.15 on, let's say Mother's Day because it was a big day, a lot of reservations. It's just a very, very busy day in the restaurant. And uh, before anybody got there, you know, because usually the, restu- the restaurant would fill up around like 8.30, 9 o'clock. So 7.15, you know, just a few hours after I'd been listening to this game, Ray Fossey walks in and I'm like, holy crap, that's Ray Fossey. That's amazing. And I was, you know, in, inside internally freaking out because Ray Fossey was standing in front of me after I had just been listening to him like five hours ago. I went to sleep and then I saw Ray Fossey and it was amazing. And uh, we had our little tip jar there and, you know, he, we, we didn't have any money in there yet because we'd been open for 15 minutes. And then he uh, took out a dollar or two or whatever and he threw some money in there and he was like, yeah, you got to get that thing primed up. And I was like, that's amazing. Ray Fossey left me a tip and I uh, I just thought that that was really cool. And he was just very nice. He'd just been working. He's much older than I am and, you know, I could rebound, but he is a little bit older than I am and uh, he's over there just being a nice person and uh, that always stuck with me because I'm nobody. He didn't have to be nice to me. He probably didn't sleep very much. And he's like, yeah, here you go. Here's some money. And, uh, you know, kind of making conversation and whatnot. And I just thought that that was really cool. And that's how I always have viewed Ray Fossey is just through that lens of he was nice to me. And I'm just a regular, you know, person working, you know, a, a regular job, just a, just a guy working a service job. And uh, the people that treat service employees with respect. I always uh, enjoyed a lot because they made me feel like I was a person. So that was, that was always a a nice thing that uh, I I took. And so you can kind of judge people on how they treat service employees and how demanding they are and stuff like that. And um, so I've always judged Ray Fossey very, very kindly for that one 20 second interaction that we had. And I thought that he was just a, a great guy and all of the outpouring of emotion and love that you've seen on Twitter. I think that it's legit. It's not, you know, made up. They're not trying to be like, oh, he's amazing. And they're like, no, he's had an impact on my life and he's been amazing to me, even though he didn't have to be. And, you know, that's my experience, too. So, um, yeah, Ray Fossey, uh, I, I hope you're doing OK. I know that we're all pulling for you uh, in this battle that you're dealing with, but know that you're not alone because uh, there has been a huge outpouring of emotion and just well wishes from A's fans. And that's that's always good to see because he's put in a lot of work with the team and just uh, he's put in his time with the team. And um, it, it's good to, for him to at least be able to see that uh, he, he means a lot to the A's fan base. So um, that's all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to tell you that quick little Ray Fossey story because the news has been out there, but uh, I hope that he does okay and that he's going to be back in the booth for, you know, 50 years to come. I would really appreciate that. I want to see him see the new ballpark. That's what I, that would mean so much to me. That would make me so happy. And I'm sure that he wants to see it too, but that would make me happy as a fan is Ray Fossey, who has been going to the Oakland Coliseum since the seventies. He gets to see this new ballpark. And I think that that would be amazing. So, uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. Um, I'm going to be off on Saturday, but I'll record on Sunday and that'll be in your feeds on Monday. So uh, get ready for that. I've also got an interview that's going to be happening at some point next week. That'll probably be posting the week after Uh, I'm going to be in DC. So I'm not going to be recording during that time. I really don't want to bring my podcast equipment uh, because I don't think that we get a lot of carry on items and, you know, I don't want to pack that stuff. So, um, so I'm not going to be recording. So I'll have a couple of things planned out, probably a mailbag episode and then that interview. And then uh, we'll, we'll go from there, but I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter. So follow us there at locked on A's, but that's all that I got for you guys this week. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland. And I will talk with you on Monday. Monday.